0: The WNBA gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Whoa. Our Patreon score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including NFL win totals contests, with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DGEN. New customers can score up to $200 in bonus bets instantly. Yes, $200 in bonus bets instantly. And all you have to do is just bet $5 on any college football bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DEGEN. D-E-G-E-N. Yes, sir. We are back with another episode of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, Really Real, Villain Real. It's from Farmer Jr. here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And you already know Second Man in the Booth. I got my co-host here to break down a huge slate in the WNBA with me today. I got Scott Studio, Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up.
1: Surprise. Yeah, doing pretty well. Uh, definitely looking forward to going through the card. Been a while since I was on the WNBA show, just based on some weddings I had to attend and stuff like that. So it wasn't exactly available for the past week. Nice to be back, though. Four games should be fun.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm 100 percent there with you. We got four games and. Scott's one of the most hated. I thought I was the most hated. Scott is one of the most hated. I'm really hoping some of the people come in here and challenge Scott because I feel like Scott gets his best his best work when people doubt him. But uh, where was Wait,
1: I what? at? People talking trash about me? Oh, absolutely, Scott.
0: Sure. Where was I at? Uh, man, where was I? I was on one of the other shows. I can't remember what show I was on at the time, but I was on one of the other shows and I was sitting there I'm like, oh, it was the live stream. It was the live stream for draft day, and I'm just sitting there drafted, and they're like, "Hey, man, Scott's not it." And I'm like, "Wait, what? I thought I was the people. I was the ones people hated, not Scott. I thought Scott was the one people liked."
1: I'm still in your thunder. Now I feel kind of bad, you know?
0: Yeah, like you're the villain now. <laughs> we need to give. We need to give Scott that intro because I was. I was shocked. I was genuinely shocked. I did not know Scott was the most hated around here uh I, that means i just need to do things to piss people off again that's all it means
1: i'm gonna be straightforward i genuinely don't care
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I be, honest, no i, I want I to be really hated care. i like being the villain i think the villain is vastly overrated well underrated i think the villain is vastly underrated honestly did thanos not have a point i mean let's just let's just talk about it. thanos had a point I mean, I mean, he was the he, best he character went, for two movies. So he you know. he had a terrible way of going about it, but he had a point. There were points were made. Points were made. That's all. I'm points were made. Okay. Uh, Ultron. Ultron. Points were made. He had, terrible way of going about it. Terrible way. of CM Punk. Points were made. Terrible way of going about it, but points were made. I'm just telling you, villains are are misunderstood, and with just some training, I'm having a villain school. Of just training villains to be their best villainy without going over the edge that is what i'm doing it's gonna be like uh what's that what's that high school it's gonna be like my hero academia except for villains but not like the villains that they had because their villains are really crazy like so my I want villain academia level. is that what you're going for yeah but like v- okay. v- very low-level villains like I, I i can't do the world domination i, I don't care that much okay. but very very low-level villains that's what i'm working on and i'm trying to get those guys to be their best villains I'm rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't know what happened last episode. I forgot. It's been. A, it feels like it's been a little while. We went through the weekend, had a pretty good weekend of just relaxing, relaxing, and getting back. Uh, last, let me see what we had that last Friday. Oh, uh, the New York Mercury, not New York Mercury. The New York Liberty end up getting the cover on the back-to-back against the. Phoenix Mercury where they uh covered as a 12 They was 11 point favorite and they won by what is that 22 they buried them won by 22 they buried them uh, actually it was uh Gindy who had a really good show last time I was going back and checking the tape day of and I was like Gindy did really really well Gindy was on the wings plus four wings win that game by 20 son absolutely get by I mean, 13
1: that, I think you mean the uh, wings against the mystics no. No. Wait, when was the last uh the try? Didn't did you
0: not do an episode for the twentieth? Uh no, we did not. We, oh, okay. we we're going back to Friday. Yeah, yeah we went all the okay. way back to Friday. Yeah, the Wings Wings got it done against the Connecticut Sun. I know that I was on the Minnesota Lynx first half. That cashed, didn't have to worry about that. Minnesota Lynx were able to handle the Seattle storm. And then if you were smart and you went the other way on the weekend and you took the Seattle storm, you got them on the money. line. Or the buddy line after they took that L to the links on Friday. So again, matter of fact, we, where's where's my storm drop? This team is really easy, man. This team is getting very easy to bet. And it's getting to the point where we know exactly what spot what deck to take with them. So shout out to the Seattle Storm. So I, I want cast to ask my lock. You, by there. the way, yeah. since
1: they're not on the ske- since they're not on the card today, I do want to ask you. Ooh. Tarazi broke the points record and they just never let her play again, right? She's playing like 15 minutes a game at this point. Can oh, they just yeah. completely
0: pull the plug. So I put up, you know, we have this partnership with DraftKings now. And so yeah. I dropped a, a, a same game parlay for people to bet their $5 on. Not same game parlay, but a regular parlay yeah. to put their $5 on so that they can get the bonus. And I had Tarazi for 18 points, and that might have been honestly the worst bet of the night.
1: I just want to look through the numbers once she had the 40 point game. And I know she got injured, she had a toe injury, but uh, just to go through the recent game, she scored less than seven points in two of the last three. I was kind of wondering once again, after she set the record, if they would, I don't want to say let her once again ease back into a secondary role or what they were going to do, but I know once again we talked about potential tanking. It looks like the Mercury have been quite, let's just say, interested in not exactly remaining competitive for 40 minutes in games lately. Is that a safe <laughs> assumption? Can we say that?
0: Oh, yeah. I, it kind of looks I, that I, way, doesn't it? Hey, man, if it if it smell like a duck, if it walk like a duck, if it quack like a duck, if it look like a duck, if it's yellow like a duck, if it swim like a duck, it's a duck. This team is tanking. they trying to get – It looks Carter. like it. That's
1: all I'm saying. They trying
0: to Tarasi got that record, and they said, all right, we ain't got nothing to play for. They're trying to get Caitlin Clark
1: that I think is happening. But I, once again, we haven't heard anything about Diggin' Smith. She's clearly not coming back this season. The I only thing that's missing block. is they got to tell uh, Sophie to calm down a little bit because she's been a little bit too good lately for the tank. We're going to see if they tell
0: her to calm down a little bit. They about to send her home with Skylar Diggins. That's what they found. Yeah. do. That's really what they did. They didn't bring Skylar Diggins back all year so they could secure because they knew if they brought her back, this team would be in the playoffs for sure. Mm. They they trying to secure Caitlin Clark. I'm not touching. I'm not touching. And them. Griner I don't,
1: also now wasn't playing. What was she in health and safety protocol? I think. What happened to
0: her? Uh, who Bonner? uh Griner, No Griner. Griner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. I think she caught the vid, yo.
1: Oh, no, as I said, she was out for illness, and I thought I saw something about it. No, she was safety. in health
0: and safety protocols, and uh, Gustafson was in the protocol, too, but she ended up coming back out of the protocol and playing. When was the
1: last time there? you saw health and safety protocol? The steam tanking. I haven't seen health yeah, and safety protocol I in seven seen it, months. Yeah,
0: like it's a, been a while. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, this team is tanking, yo. I, I mean, you know, to play for tomorrow. I'm not. We're not gonna have a show tomorrow. You guys know, one game slates. We typically don't have a show unless it's the especially ace, with you know? the mercury involved. But. Yeah, for sure. Definitely not having a show for the, with a one game slate with the. Ooh, let's just go ahead and play it for tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you so, what though, what?
1: the Sparks did beat the Aces, so I'm not going to give them the full toilet sound effect.
0: Yeah, but this is the letdown spot after beating the aces. This is an ultimate toilet Can bowl. Can you
1: have a letdown spot against a team that's tanking? Like, I, I just don't know if the Mercury are even going to score like seven. Very in true. Game. Like, it's just I don't, I don't know if it matters. We let's, might add that game into the mix because I think the Sparks are going to
0: win. But let's keep track of what the Mercury do ATS, from this point on because I just feel like if you fade them every game from this point on, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna come out on top. Like, you really gonna, should.
1: It, it really lo- it has that tank feel to it with all. I'm the betting
0: games. how many games are left. How many games are left? Uh well, they have what's the season now? Forty? Yes. Yeah, so they yeah. so they have how many nine games? Wait, no, that's not they have right about now. yeah, about nine games, eight games left. Eight games left. All right, so in eight games left, I think that if we bet one unit fading to Mercury every single game the rest of the season, we'll be up three units at least.
1: They can't win any road games anyway. So, you know.
0: We made a lot of money fading two, them all year, so might as yeah, well we have down at this point. Three, four, five. Yeah, five of these. Oh yeah, we're up three units if we I'm doing it. So I'll be I'll be doing it. It's going to um, I might as well do the rollover challenge with the Mercury. I might Honestly, get fair. To no, do, do the, uh,
1: the 10K challenge. Yeah, the only, I might get the, to the, 10K. Only the uh, <laughs> other team against the, the uh, Mercury. Aggregate. I'm going
0: to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, all right. <laughs> so if you didn't get the memo. If you go to DraftKings and you bet five dollars on any college football bet then you can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly i will be betting on utep i think i'm sold on utep for the weekend it's a short line uh jacksonville state is coming up i think that they're gonna get a little overzealous i think that you utah's been a very solid team and college football for a little while. So I think UTEP is going to be able to get it done on the money line. That's where I'm putting my $5 and I'll use my $200 in bonus bets. And you know me, I'll have a parlay going by the end of the day. So kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code DGEN. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Make sure you use the Game Time app. That's what I use whenever I'm trying to score last minute WNBA tickets. You know, you guys will always see me at a Mystics game if I ever had a free weekend and they play at home. So uh, I definitely use Game Time, last minute planning, get out there. Don't worry about planning months in advance. Don't worry about doing all this other stuff. You can get basketball, football, concerts, theater, comedy, eighty-five south show head tickets up there. If y'all ain't seen them, go check them out. Uh, game time will credit you the difference if you find a the same ticket but a better price. So go ahead and log in, download, do whatever, get the game time app. When you create an account, you can get. A $20 off your first purchase with the code SGPN. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code SGPN, and get $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's do it, Scott. Four games in WNBA day. Let's kick things off with 7 p.m. on the East Coast. NBA TV, we have the Connecticut Sun going to play the Washington Mystics. The line opened up at minus eight and a half for the Connecticut Sun. It is now down to minus three and a half. Scott, when we were about to kick off the show, it was minus four and a half. Now it's minus three and a half. 159 and a half is the total. That's come up. Excuse me. That's come up three points, actually, from minus from one fifty six and a half injury report for these two teams. And for the Connecticut Sun, clean injury report. Nothing t- new to report there for them. For the Washington Mystics, you have EDD, Elena Deladon, who is questionable with the hip injury. You have Shakira Austin, who is probable with her hip injury. And we know Christy Tolliver will be out until about September time frame. So, Scott, the line is telling you that Shakira Austin, not just Shakira Austin, but EDD is also coming back tonight. That's what this line is telling me in the movement. Are you backing that, though?
1: Well, I was going to say, Della Don has played two games since she got injured against Atlanta on the 30th. She's played a total of 24 minutes and has scored a total of six points. So she really hasn't done anything besides, you know, providing a bit of an emotional spark when she's been able to play. If she does play, I'm not sure how many minutes she's going to play because, once again, she played 11 last game against Indiana. I think Shakira's a big deal because they're going to need some help defensively on the interior, especially with Bonner coming into town. So I do think that you're looking at, once again, Austin having a pretty big role here. Sykes had 30, I believe, in the last game. Natasha Cloud, we know, still a solid player. Atkins came back from injury also and she's had a pretty good year. I can understand why it's dropped a little bit, because once again, the Mystics are getting healthier. They're still not there yet, but Acton's coming back does help. I feel like once again, the Sun are a team that I think are better than the Mystics, but we know Washington in years past has been very good at home, and I do think that once again, this could be a get-up spot where maybe the Sun look ahead, but... Ah, uh, this this number's a little bit low at this point. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to lean to Connecticut at 3.5. I really want to make a case for Washington because they are 10-6 and six at home when they're two games under in general. We know how bad they are on the road. We've mentioned it before. But Connecticut's 13-5 and five on the road. They're a solid road team. And I do think, once again, when you're looking at all the injuries that the Mystics had to deal with, they got some of the players back. But they're not at full strength yet because Atkins is still barely playing. She's around like the 15-minute mark. And Deladon's played two games in about a month and a half, two months. So I, once again, expect the Mystics to be somewhat compromised. I think it might be close, but I'm going to lean to the sun. I I just think three and a half is too low for a team that's not only healthy but has their players playing a full workload. ET might play 35 minutes plus like she has been doing all season long. Bonner's the same way. I think I'm going to lean to the sun here might be close, but I think the Sun eventually win by, like, six or seven.
0: i gonna I'm going to go to opposite side. I think I'm going to go with the Mystics here. And well,
1: it's really less. Games,
0: so. Yeah, I have. And it's a good home environment. Not as much on a Tuesday as it is, like, during the weekend. Way better during the weekend uh, than it is on a random Tuesday. But so for the most part. I think that my angle here is not less what EDD does for this team, but what she opens up for everybody else. Like British Sykes was going out there and dogging, dogging them out, giving them twenty a game when she was gone. Like Mm -hmm. when she wasn't, when she was the focal point of the offense, she was going and dogging teams out. And I'm pretty sure I can't remember which one of those games, but one of those games when EDD came back, she she came out and had 28. And because things were a lot easier for her, she could get more comfortable. She wasn't drawing as much attention. Edd, regardless, if you don't give her the attention, she's going to score. And so the attention including with coming back from injury, trying to get in game shape and all that stuff like that slows EDD down, but I don't think it does anything for Sykes. I don't think it does anything for Natasha cloud. Who's been scoring Ariel Atkins has been playing more games. She's starting to get her legs up under, So that adds another deep range threat for them as well. And the biggest thing is Shakira Austin being able to plug up the middle and the painted area and her defensively and what she's going to be able to add. She's going to make things tougher for Alyssa Thomas. She's going to make things tougher for, uh, you know, the likes of a DJ Karen's and a Tiffany Hayes, two people that love to slash and try to get to the rim. And so I think that the mystics, even though I'm not getting a full strength, EDD at any, like any point in this game, I do think that they still have enough. And this is really a get up spot. Like now you feel we have our team together. We can go make a really strong run towards the end of the season. And it starts by trying to knock off one of the top teams in the W. So, I think it's still a little bit too many points. I think this is going to be a close game, and it's going to be a fun one. So I'm going to take the Mystics plus three and a half here. I don't feel as good as it as you, yeah. but I, I think that's the lane I want to go.
1: I don't think I'm going to give out this game for lock and dog, but I think I'm leaning to the sun at this point. I do kind of wonder for the total in this one if uh-huh. 159 and a half is fair or not, because once again, you have Washington, who's been a really bad defensive team for a while, but that was because of injuries. But we know when they're healthy, they tend to be a good defensive team. Yeah. But then again, some of their key players are not going to play many minutes. So it's a bit tricky here. Two of the three meetings have gone over. Each of the last two have gone over by a decent margin, actually. Each of the last two have landed 169 or higher. Which, which way are you leaning on this one? Because the Mystics can only go up defensively because they were really bad for about a month. But I do think if I had to lean to an angle here, I'd probably lean to the over. But I'm not sure how good I feel about that either
0: ah oh, man i I
1: really don't have much for this game in terms of yeah what's it's just tough
0: stuff. it's tough because the mystics are so there's so many options for them like yeah. you really don't understand does this team go back to what they were in the beginning of the season where they knocked off the liberty like is this that team or is this the team that you know goes and loses to the to the mercury like what team mm-hmm. what team are we seeing here and so I think that for me. I think the first half over is probably going to be the play for me if i had to make a play on this one not i don't think i will bet this one but because i would just like to see more from this Mystics team but you look at what the numbers are and on the road the connecticut sun are 11 and 7 this season to the first half over 61.1 percent and on the season at home the mystics are 9 and 7 56.3 percent i can see this game slowing down towards the second half adjustments being made the mystics players kind of got their legs under them a little bit they're feeling a little bit better in the second half lot back in more defensively I can see this total dropping in the second half and making me not you know sweat one way or another so i just rather take the first half I'll take the over still and hopefully we see points and I can come in on an under in that second half in this one but that's probably the best play I'm looking side or total for this game this is a nasty one yeah I was leaning over for the full game but I think we're on the same page I would have loved to get the opening line if I got eight and a half with the mystics in the opening yeah. line then I'd be feeling pretty good
1: if it was eight and a half, I would have definitely taken the Mystics. But a three and a half? Eh, yeah, it's close. It it's close. Yeah. It
0: could middle, honestly. It really it could. could middle. Yeah. All right. Player props. What do you like? Well, I know that we're
1: members of the AT fan club. So are we just blindly giving out AT assists and rebounds and whatever we want? Rebounds, I might be, I don't want to say against, but the Mystics do have size. If Austin yep. and Deladon play a decent amount of minutes. I think I'm just on the assists again uh, for for Thomas, it's at seven and a half again. Sure. I mean, why would I go against what's worked all year? I'd vote for AT to win MVP if I had a vote. So, once again, she is a phenomenal player just in general and on the stat sheet. I'll take the over seven and a half assists. I just think that once again, she'll be capable of having a borderline
0: triple double in this game. Yeah, I mean, you know you're not getting anything from me. We've been calling yeah. for this all year. We've she's-
1: made too much money with backing her overs that we can't really go to unders
0: at this point. <laughs> you're insane if you go to unders. But to read off
1: the assist numbers, uh, 8 assists, 7 assists, 5 assists, 8 assists, 8 assists, 8 assists, 12 and 11. So she's had over this number in five or last seven. So i almost do the math here. Uh, six of the last eight, actually. So once again, I'll go back to the over. Uh, I think that you're in line to see her, I don't want to say get a triple-double, but I think she'll have a very solid stat line in this game.
0: All right. I am going back to Brittany Sykes, man. Over 15.5 points. I think that, you know, even with – yeah, it is kind of short, and I think it's – uh, it's minus one twenty eight that I see, so a little bit juiced up there. And I mean, it's the concern that EDD does come back, and everybody thinks she's going to have an amazing game coming back. And I, I just think she's going to take the pressure off of her. She's going to take the pressure off of her. She's going to take the pressure off of Natasha Cloud, Ariel Atkins. I'm, I'm considering Ariel Atkins over one and a half threes, but I haven't necessarily got there yet. I think I I'm, like I'm the sure She's going to play. Forward. She's been hovering around like fourteen minutes the last couple games. Yeah, so not necessarily there on her yet with that prop. But, yeah, give me I, I love Brittany Sykes. Give me some Brittany Sykes here today. I think she's going to have a good game, and I will also back. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to back to on Bonner yet. I got to see her play one more time and make sure that that back is good for me. But Tiffany Hayes has been really good. I can get behind Tiffany Hayes.
1: I, I was going to mention a Bonner prop, but I wasn't sure if I actually wanted to get behind it or not. It was Bonner under one and a half threes. Which sounds intimidating because the volume's been there. You mentioned the back injury, but yeah, she can't really shoot. I, I just want to go through the actual like, last couple weeks with her three point numbers one for four, one for six, 0 oh for two, 0 for zero, which is still a win. Uh, four for six. <laughs> that, one that's the for one that seven. she got hurt to. I was going to say zero. four for six, one for seven, one for nine, two for eight. She went over on 2 for 8, but you can go through that percentage for the last couple of weeks, really ever since, even before that, 3 for 10, 1 for 8, 0 for 3, 1 for 4. You go all the way back to, like, July 18th, she forgot how to hit the 3 ball. And the back injury could be a big reason for that. It's plus money at 1.5 for the under 3s. The only concern is if she attempts 7 of them, she might make 2. Like, that's the problem, (laughs) but the volume... Could be the issue. The Percentage-wise, though, it's been a mess from yeah. behind the arc for the last couple of weeks.
0: I think that my concern is that I don't know if the bigs of the mistis can guard can out Can actually the step perimeter. out on that? Yeah, can guard out the perimeter and be able to challenge her. I know that their guards give them really, really good perimeter defense. I'm not certain if, like, Myesha Hines-Allen, Tiffany yeah. Hawkins uh, can step out there and cover there. But the numbers, she, she's – breaking she's been breaking this Mm -hmm. all right i think that's it for me on this one uh let's see here before we get to the next game of slate gotta talk to you about whenever i find my ad reads oh my gosh our patreon Our patreon because you can sign up and get exclusive access to contests including our nfl win totals contest for a thousand dollar first place prize plus they just recorded the first sports gambling podcast stories podcast so going to be getting the birth of the sports gambling podcast network that is going to be something you got to hear there's a discord channel we have giveaways all of this stuff can't wait for the week one giveaway it's a super awesome amazing prize so come back and make sure you're in the patreon for week one so you can try to win that prize sports slash patreon that's sports slash patreon and we're talking about underdog fantasy because august is almost over so make sure you're getting your best ball teams in for best ball mania four with the largest, the largest fantasy football contest of all time with fifteen million dollars in prizes up for grabs, including three million dollars for first place. Why I instantly just made me think I don't have enough best ball lineups in. So I'm definitely gonna be running another one because I need a share of that three million dollars. So time is now. Make sure that you go and draft. The last day to draft is September seventh. Visit underdogfantasy.com. You or find them in the app. And sign up with promo code SGPN for your first deposit, doubled up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And we're gonna give out a we're gonna give out a pick'em too. We're gonna give out a pick'em at the end of the show. We'll get through all the episodes, all the teams and then we'll take our favorite props and make an underdog pick'em for the people today. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Las Vegas Aces going to play the Atlanta Dream. This line opened up at minus 10 and a half. It is all the way up to minus 16 for the Aces on the road playing the Dream. 166 and a half is the total. That's come down. This is a low Aces total. The Aces totals are normally in the 70s. So 166 and a half has come down from 169 and a half. Looking at the injury report, and this is why that you've gotten the number this high. Nia Coffey is out Tuesday with a ham injury. You have Alicia Gray, who was doubtful with that ankle injury she hurt last game, and Ryan Howard, who did miss last game with his knee. She is questionable, again, with the knee injury. So two of their, their two top players and three of their top five players are out for this game. Do I even need to go and look at an Aces injury report here? <laughs>
1: No, but everyone's healthy besides Parker. So basically everyone's healthy for the Aces. I think the Aces bury him. I had the Aces alternative spread in the last meeting against Atlanta, which was not easy because they no-showed the first half, and then they buried him in the second half and won by, I think it was like 21 or like 23 or something like that. I'm taking the Aces minus the 15 and a half. I'm really not going to hesitate on it. I think that the Aces bury him, probably win by 30. Gray and Howard have been the main pieces that we've liked on this team, besides Parker for rebounds, but still. The point is, there's nothing really to like about this Dream Team if their mm-hmm. two best players are out, because they don't guard anybody anyway. And Gray and Howard were the two pieces that got them into shootouts that allowed them to win. Without
0: them being there and with the Aces off of a loss to the Sparks, oh my they're going to beat this team <laughs> by 35. I just don't know. Like I, I didn't know what the number was. That would have scared me off. And so I just set it at like 20. Because if I see a minus minus, I 20, assume there's going
1: to be like 19 and a half.
0: Once I if I saw, that. yeah, I, I was like, uh, if it says minus 20, am I really going to do that? Like, am I real? And this was with me thinking that they were going to be fully healthy, by the way. So yeah. now, I mean, how far is DraftKings let us go? DraftKings I let us gonna, go. I was going to say, 26. by the way, you...
1: You mentioned that it would open up a ten and a half, and now it's at fifteen and a half. There's no way that Ryan Howard and Alicia Gray on this team are only worth about five points combined. There's no way; like they have to be worth a lot more than that.
0: So I'm looking on DraftKings, and they have like this bets percentage of bets placed. Eighty four percent of the bets have been placed on DraftKings on the Atlanta Dream. <laughs> That's not money,
1: though. That's percent of bets.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're right. You're right. But I'm just, I find that interesting. Like, of the 100% of people that's p- betting this game, even 84% said, yeah, let's put money on the dream. Huh? Off a loss, I, I can't really go against the Aces here. I have no idea. I will lay whatever the points is with the Aces. This is, There's really no handicap here. But I'm going to tell you all the fun ways to bet the Aces. So... If you want to know all the fun ways to bet the Aces, you can bet Aces first half team total over 47 and a half points at -105. I think that they can get to 50 rather easily. Uh how else can we bet the Aces? We can go over. Well, yeah, let's just throw everything in there. Total, props, like everything. Just put every cuz it's it's very clear and obvious what's the way to go here. Like they don't have 30
1: easy. points up. I thought I thought about Asia, but honestly, points are gonna be a bit tricky though, because would it shock me if the aces are up 30 and they bench everybody for the entire fourth quarter? Not really. Yeah,
0: but I'm I'm that's why I'm taking them. 18. That's the land of dream. I'm so sorry. That is the land of dream. Still, 23 and a half is the number for the eight, First of all, the 18 and a half is kind of wild for the dream. Can they get to 20? Mm, probably not actually. But first quarter, 23 and a half for the aces minus 112 like that is intriguing i of course we're laying whatever the number is in the first half i think that's probably your best bet that ace is minus eight and a half in the first half because they should be up 10 rather easily like you're still getting starters i I don't know how i really really don't know who's going to step up and score like the atlanta dream have a lot of good bench players that i like when you talk about Haley jones coming off the bench for them like but they're not scorers they, they are very good role players, but they're not scorers. Who's scoring for this team today?
1: Is McDonald just going to be chucking? or like? Or I mean,
0: no? yeah, it, it's got to be. You got to think it's Ari McDonald. But, man, Ari can be on a cold stretch sometimes, mm-hmm. too, man. She's not always the, you know, hyper-efficient scorer that I would love her to be. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. I, I Yeah, this is maybe very like a clear Parker twenty
1: plus if you think that once again she's the only person who's going to get the shots. If
0: but she also she also has really good games. Where's that? Yeah, she has really good games. Unfortunately, the Aces.
1: Fanduel only has the Aces players listed because of the injury report for Atlanta. So I, I don't see a line available for twenty plus. For if I find
0: Parker, if I find anything for Parker, I will be playing Parker later today because you I look think at Cheyenne. got,
1: once again, she she might just be forced to have the
0: ball all the time. She's. 13, 6, and 4 last game where they got buried. They She had 19, 5, and 3 the game before that. And then the game before that was the one she really went crazy where she had 25 and 11. So I, I'm 100% back in Cheyenne for sure. She's she had, had really 29 last games. game. I mean, just saying. Yes, Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a dog, man. But I, I just do not – yeah, I I cannot get behind the dream at all in this one. So it's all aces, and we're backing the aces in any way imaginable. Like, any way you could think to back the aces, I will go ahead and back the aces.
1: I mean, the dream without Ryan Howard and Gray, assuming they're both out, are probably
0: a bottom, what, bottom, like, two, bottom three team in the league? Uh, they are Clay, Caitlin Clark's next team. A, a dream team without Howard or Gray is Caitlin Clark's next team. Ber- next team for sure. You said who's it's birthday? Parker's birthday today? Is it really? Somebody said that? But Alan said. What I mean they we were, were on the good. overs watch anyway. Yeah, uh-huh. watch the, they're not gonna give let, let's go to underdog. Let's see if underdog dropped the we might have to put her in the underdog parlay at the end of the show. I didn't know it was her birthday. I, I'm a hundred percent here for it.
1: Uh now it I is got her to, birthday
0: all right let's see here let's see how if underdog will let me back them in a pick them contest
1: are you talking about let's an alt one or just a regular points one
0: uh just looking for a regular regular line on underdog underdog doesn't do all right so she's got underdog's got her at 16 points okay so higher 22 and a half points and rebounds. I would go higher. Seven rebounds. I would definitely go higher with seven rebounds with Nia Coffey being out. She's I was going to re- say,
1: I think that's my favorite play, the points and rebounds.
0: Because with yeah. Coffey
1: being out, she's going to have to play a bunch of minutes. And we know yeah, that the she points can, at times, have a big rebounding game. So...
0: I even kind of like the two and a half free throws made. I don't, I don't have anything on it, but I just got to think that down, down low, if she's being aggressive, she's getting to the free throw line.
1: She's attempted at least six free throws in two of the last three games.
0: She went nine of ten last game. There we go. All right. There's your uh, your Cheyenne Parker birthday plays of the day. Scott, yeah, all right. We're, we're pretty much done with this game. I mean, is yeah. it – I don't even know how to tell you what aces – I'm just I'm – We have no Chelsea idea. Gray they again.
1: might get benched in the fourth
0: quarter. I'm, I'm gonna just to take Chelsea Gray again because Chelsea Gray plays uh, – she'd be playing during garbage minutes, and she's the most value at the lines now than anybody else. Jackie Young is coming down to value too, though. She's at sixteen and a half and this game. But – uh, maybe point guard assist over six and a half. Yeah, I'll do that. Point guard assist over six. And a half. She can get six and a half and a and a half. So I'll do that.
1: Only if Stokes promises to make layups this time, then I'll consider taking it. <laughs> I'm still salty about that.
0: <laughs> okay, next game on the docket. Here we have eight p.m. on the East Coast. Seattle Storm traveling to play the Chicago Sky in Chicago. Chicago opened up as a minus two and a half point favorite. They are now up to minus four. Line opened at 161 and a half, is now down to 158 and a half. Injury report for these two teams that we have Gabby Williams out for the season. We already knew that for Seattle Storm and for the Chicago Sky. It played injury report. Everybody is out for the season, we know is out for the season. So, healthy these two lineups are pretty healthy going into this game i'm gonna
1: blindly assume we're gonna see this game the exact same way
0: uh yeah we're gonna take seattle yeah pretty much there we go where's my drop i mean it's it's pretty obvious we're getting seattle laying points (laughs) and actually if you look at what these two teams have done this season the road team has won both games pretty convincingly yeah, like really convincingly, Seattle got dogged at home ninety to seventy five in July, at which Chicago is a plus one and a half point underdog. And then you have Chicago who got beat pretty handily at home by Seattle last time out eighty three. 74 with seattle as a four and a half point underdog the line is back at four here i don't see any reason why to come up off the storm we like the storm when they're catching points especially on the road because for some reason they can't (laughs) cover anything at home i mean but they're covering on the road they are nine and five ats on the road 16 and 11 as an underdog this season looking at chicago sky who is seven and nine ats at home four and six is a favorite it just seems like this is You know, don't think too hard. One plus one equals two. We're taking a Seattle Storm.
1: Storm have also won three or four. They've actually played some good basketball lately. The Sky have lost five straight. So if you want to talk about recent form, the Storm have actually played better than the Sky by a decent amount over the Mm -hmm. past couple of weeks. The Sky are also five and 11 at home. While the Storm, despite being 12 games under for the entire season, are only two under on the road. They are a lot better on the road than at home, as you said before. So I'm on the Storm too. I'll fade the team that's lost five straight. That's laying five points in this game.
0: Yeah. I mean, four points in this game. You get my point. Very much. I'm with you. Easy rinse and repeat there. We're just going to trust the system. And for the total, though, it's come down. And I understand why it's come down. Yeah, two bad teams, very inconsistent on offense. The the two meetings this
1: season, though, the last one landed 157, which might be why this number is a little bit low, because about a month ago, they were around this number. The first first one went over, but the Sky scored 90, so I don't see that happening again. The Sky offensively have kind of fallen apart. Uh They've scored less than 77 points in four straight games. And mm-hmm. the storm defensively, I know you. Were they literally stopped a scoring after back. they played Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> they
0: literally. But stopped you mentioned scoring the storm's defense
1: Dallas. a while back. I think it was for the Atlanta game. We talked about how the defense had improved. It's been good lately. Simply put, mm-hmm. the storm's defense has been solid. So, I might be tempted by a a sky team total under, which should be in the 80s, uh, like, like the low 80s. I'm not sure they get to 80.
0: Let me pull that up here on DraftKings Sportsbook real quick. We have a team. Oh, well. They don't have it. No, they don't.
1: But doing the math, I mean, if you're looking at a total of about 158, 159,
0: that means one team's going to be in the 80s and one will probably be in the 70s and you'll meet in the middle. So, Yep, I have an 80 and a half. I see an 80 and a half out there for minus 120. So uh, that. Do you yeah. think they
1: get to 80? Because I I don't I don't think they're gonna get to 80
0: in this game. No, I'm not convinced. I am not convinced here. Let's look here and see if I can find anything else supporting. So if we look at what these teams are doing, you have at home the Chicago Sky on the season. Oh excuse me, got the hiccups. Over under, they are seven and nine at home. percent so they lean to the under at home they even do that in the first half as well on the road the storm are six seven and one 46.2 percent same thing for in the first half as well so yeah i mean both these two teams have been under teams for the most part they're under teams in this spot right here I don't see any reason why to back the over. I think that these is it's going to be an ugly game, and we're probably going to have Kalia Copper and Jewel Light being the only two people that probably do scoring in this game, and everybody else is just hanging out. So, I'm with you. Under, we'll go under for this game. And I've already teased my player props already. I like overs. I like Jewel's overs. I think those two are probably going to do majority of the scoring, and so I'm not looking to back anybody else's points prop in this game, but. I will back uh, Easy's rebounds. Her rebounds are at seven and a half at plus one twelve.
1: I thought about taking the double double because I still remember that Atlanta game. We wanted it and they didn't have the lines up. But if we like the under in this game, we're expecting a lot of misses. Chicago also is not the greatest rebounding team. Like they're uh-huh. fine, but is there a double double prop up for her? Because I, I, I don't would be see
0: considering a double double prop, but we can make one. On DraftKings Sportsbook of 10 points and 10 rebounds, and that pays plus 265.
1: Okay, I was kind of hoping it'd be a bit higher, but that's that's fine. It's, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's all right. Oh, yeah, that's all right. I'll take that last 10 games.
1: That's why I was kind of hoping it'd be a bit higher, but
0: yeah, uh i'll play it i'll give it out plus 265 i think that's a side because i do think she has a really good day on the boards today i think she's gonna have to battle down there down low and i think it's gonna be a lot of opportunities because i think this is gonna be brick city for everybody but two players so
1: she had 17 and 9 in the last meeting against them
0: that's good (laughs) that's really good (laughs) all right scott any player props you like
1: not really. Uh, once again, I think that Jewel should play well. Uh, you mentioned Magbegor rebounds, which I was already tempted by. I'm not sure what to take for Chicago because, once again, I, I acknowledge that Mabry can have good games, but I really don't trust her. I've tried to <laughs> trust her on several occasions. <laughs> Chicago would be so good.
0: Time. Chicago has so much potential to be really Actually, we might have to bat Chicago next season. Once, once they get Random an actual thought. coach again? And and you know Isabel Harrison Rebecca Gartner coming back, it we might have to back Chicago next season. They might be really good next season, but it's not. I it's was not help tempted us now. by a
1: player prop which doesn't exist for this game. I was going to take Copper under for assists, but it's not available. I just want to read off the assists. Copper's not even looking at teammates anymore. Uh, the last couple <laughs> of games, zero zero one three one one. That's Copper's assist for the past like week and a half. She doesn't pass the ball. So I'd look for under assist if you can find it.
0: Let's see here on trusty old underdog. If underdog was able to give us a... No, they did not. They did not. They only have rebounds. No We're just going to throw it
1: out there, though. If, if you can find an assist prop, I'd look for the under. Because Coppers has not even been close for the last couple weeks. All right.
0: Let's move on to the next game. We have the Dallas Wings going to play the Minnesota Lynx. The Lynx opened up as a minus six and a half point favorite. It has stayed true to minus six and a half. However, that total opened up at 171 and a half. It has come down to 169 and a half injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Dallas Wings, Odyssey, Odyssey Sims is questionable with a hamstring injury. That's the only thing new on that Wings injury report. And for the Minnesota Lynx, we have Lindsey Allen, who's out. So uh, probably for the rest of the season, but she could potentially come back for a deep playoff run. I mean, the wings have been really good.
1: They've been good. And they've been good in the head to head They're up 2-0. They won the last meeting in Minnesota by 40. That was back in July. So Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna lean to the wings here. I've not been impressed by the wings have played lately. They got run out at home by Seattle in their last game. They got run out by Indiana on the road on the 10th. I don't think I'm interested with how the Lynx have played lately. I think I'm going to lean to the Wings. Uh,
0: This is a tough one.
1: It is. I mean, the, the Lynx have lost four of their last six. I'm not a fan of their current form. In fact, each of those four losses were by double digits. So when they lose, they tend to lose by a decent amount. The wings can score. We know they have the weapons. Uh, Minnesota's offense lately has not been great. Uh, Seventy-four against the Storm, seventy-eight against the Storm, only seventy-three against the Fever, which is kind uh-huh. of embarrassing. I mean, it's sixty-six against the Liberty, they'd sixty-nine against the Sun.
0: I think uh, we're just getting to the point where the Wings are just a tier above. Like they're in a, they're in their own tier where you got to respect them against some of the lower teams in the WNBA and. I mean, like, I
1: don't, I don't think know. they're good enough to beat the the uh, I'd say they're not good enough to beat the Sun and the Liberty and the Aces in a series, but they're probably the what the fourth best team
0: in the league. Yeah. And I think that's I mean, I think the Sun is is a, something the they, they have a lot of be like a, it
1: would be a competitive series. I think I'd probably yeah. lean to the Sun, but still, it, it would be close.
0: I yeah, I got to go Wings, man. The Wings aren't for I I can't. I, I got to go Wings here. They're streaky, too. When they're good, they're good for a while. And yeah. so three straight wins, three straight covers. I'm going to go ahead and back them one more time. Give me the Wings minus six and a half here. Uh, that feels really chalky. It, it feels don't. really, really chalky. But the Minnesota Lynx are also six and ten at home against the spread. And straight so. up. <laughs> yeah, and straight up. So, all right, let's go with it. If they, yeah, if the wings win, they cover. So if you like Minnesota, you might as well take them on the money line. It seems like whoever wins is going to cover. All right. Totals 169.5. I told you it's dropped two points, but Dallas is on five straight overs. (laughs) And now, you know, the Chicago games and the Vegas games was because they gave up 104. But they, they've scored ni- over 90 points in three straight games. 91 against the Sun, 95 against the Sun, 97 against the Mystics, while also not giving up over 85 points. so
1: The concern is the Lynx offensively because they've been the opposite. They've been really bad for the last couple of weeks offensively. So my initial look for the game was actually Wings team total over. I don't know if I want to trust the Lynx. Once again, the last time they played in Minnesota a month ago, the Wings won by 40 for scored 107 points. I feel like I just feel better about the Wings team total over. I'll ignore the Lynx's offense, which is struggling, and I'll just back the Wings to once again have a good offensive showing.
0: Yeah, so team total I see is at 87.5. Uh, let's see what these two teams – see if I have any more data on these two teams and what they've been doing over the course of the season. And, uh, yeah, I mean – we have 8 and 8 in the first half ATS for this Lynx team at home i've already told you 6 and 10 on at home for the season wings 10 and 6 on the road in the first half 62.5% 9 and 7 56.3% for the full game so very good on the road ATS team here looking at the total and they go to the over 9 and 7 in the first half and the full game for the over on the road whereas you have the uh, slightly over team nine and seven at home for the Minnesota Lynx that have been going to the over, but not much there. Twelve and nine as a dog though, even though they've been dogs majority of the time. But twelve and nine as a dog, I, I, I yeah, I think wings is just the way to go. Playing the wings first half team total, playing the wings full game team total. I just I don't know what to expect from this Mystics team, so I, I'll I'll call that out. Different. I mean, uh yeah, for the Lynx team. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know uh what to expect from them offensively. So I'll just go ahead and back the wings. Let me give you a number for that first half team total. I have it at oh, this is the wrong team. There we go. All right. I have it at forty four and a half minus one oh eight. On DraftKings, I'll go ahead and play that Dallas team total in the first half over 44.5. And And I like the Dallas on the sprite, minus 3.5 in the first half, minus 108. I think that they'll be able to come out and continue the hot streak that they've been on. And this Minnesota team can't score. I just don't see how they're keeping up. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to lock in defensively like just now. So I think they're out to score to keep up, and I just don't think they will. So, All right. That was the last Player one. props. Player props. Uh, yeah. What do you what are you liking here?
1: Uh well, since I like the wings over, I feel like I'm gonna like a lot of classic wings props, Agumba Wale points, uh potentially looking at uh McCown double double. I think could be worth a look there. She's been good on the boards lately. Uh once again, it's a personal bias because every time I back the wings, she plays terribly. But I do think she has a good matchup here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do think when you're looking at how to find extra value with the wings, you can get a Goomba Wally 25-plus points and the wings to win at plus
0: 240.
1: Okay. I think that's pretty appealing. So I think that would be one of my favorite props. Plus 240 is a good way to go about it, in my opinion.
0: I am going to back Satu. Okay. I'm going to back Satu today. satu has been really good assist-wise as well. She's been s- racking up assists and been almost a triple-double candidate like very, very recently in almost every game. So give me over five assists minus 130 for Satu Sabli today. I think she'll be able to, to hit that mark. And I'm not really <sighs> – what has Nafisa done against this team recently? Uh, let me pull that up i'm yeah i'm trying to as well i don't think i'm i'm there on the piece of call here this game i'm assuming not think.
1: well because they scored 67 points in the last head-to-head meeting she yeah she, she had
0: did.
1: 11 points
0: yeah like that's brutal uh she had 17 points earlier that's brutal for her she's normally in the 20-point range averaging 21 points two points per game so uh, yeah i mean and it makes sense because there's like you got to think about it yeah Terry McGowan, you have Satsu, you have it's a lot of size. Natasha Howard, yeah a lot of size on the inside she's got to battle with. I, I actually think I would I would, if I play if I play Dallas on the spread, I feel like I have to play Nafisa Collier under as well and just get it for plus money and make it yeah. a little two team parlay because if, if, if she goes under, there's no way they cover this number Yeah,
1: it's I don't definitely correlated
0: Yeah, alright Here we go Lock and dog?
1: And prop or just lock and dog?
0: Oh, lock and dog and prop for sure. All right. Let's see. Let me pull up the whole board and see how I want to play this today. For my lock, I'm going to the Aces team total. I don't know how. Like, they have to – the Aces have to sell for them not to hit this number. You're going first half to full game. First half, am not even going to waste my time with the full game. DraftKings Sportsbook takes care of me with the first half. That's all I need. Give me Aces first half over 46.5 minus 112. That is my lock. Aces have been cashing the team total all season in the first half. I will not doubt them here. So that is my lock. Aces team total minus, four, I mean, 46.5 over 46.5 minus 112. For my dog. let's get us a little same game parlay going because there's no way I'm taking Seattle money line without at least attaching some type of Jewel Lloyd prop there but and, you some prop you mean points yeah but I'm just trying to decide if I want to do 20 or 25. 25 is three to one 20 is two to one I think I'll take the two to one no need in getting greedy even though I think she gets over the prop her 22 and a half points prop no need to getting greedy two to one is a good price for a dog for me so Jewel Lloyd, 20 play Twenty points in a win. That is two to one. Let's cue the. Whoa. Hey, there we go. I don't know why they didn't play. Thought it was. And for my prop, I mean, I gotta go with her. Suburb her day. How do I want to call it? Give me the points and rebounds over 22 and a half for Cheyenne Parker here. Happy birthday, Cheyenne Parker. Over 22 and a half points and rebounds. Probably going to sweat that in first half, but she should rack up in the second half when the Aces stop caring. All right. Lock, dog and prop for me. Scott, what are you doing?
1: All right, uh, so for my lock, I'm going to go with the Aces minus 15 and a half. I'm not really going to overthink it. I think they bury this team by 20 plus. I cashed with the alternative spread uh, with the same matchup when they were healthy a couple of matchups ago. So I'm going to just bring it back. Give me the 15 and a half as my lock. For my dog, I'm going to go with Seattle Moneyline. I, once again, don't need to attach anything to it. I'm fine with having a slight baby dog there. I'll just take Seattle Moneyline against Mm -hmm. a team that's lost five straight. The prop is where it got interesting because I wasn't exactly sure what angle I wanted to take for this matchup. I think for this one, I'm going to look at, I mean, I'm tempted by AT. I'm tempted by Gray, but that, I still can't get over that Stokes missile up. It's just a living Renfree in my head. I think for this one, I actually might end up going with, I want to. I'm trying to think of how I want to go about this. You know what? I think I'm just going to go with a plus money play. I think I'm going to okay. go with the Agumbawale 25 plus and the wings to win at plus 240 on FanDuel. Okay.
0: All right. I like it. I like it. All right. We have our underdog pick 'em contest of the day. I'm going to just go ahead and throw in both of our props. Cheyenne over 22 and a half and I'll do Orike over 21. I think that's so Orike over 21. I also added a couple of auto bets in there. Alyssa Thomas over eight assists. I felt like you wasn't going to have any problem with that. No. Jewel Lloyd over 23 and a half points. I felt like it's no issue there either. And we have one more to get us to a 20x payout or 10x if you decide to do insurance.
1: We're going uh, Collier Under. We're going. Yeah.
0: Let, we, let's throw. A, yeah. I was literally just about to say call your under. Let's throw an under in there. That's got to be good luck to have one under in there. Mm-hmm. All right. There it goes. We have our five pick pick contest for underdog Alyssa Thomas. Assists higher. Arike Agumwale over 21 points higher. We have Jewel Lloyd, 23 and a half points higher. Nafisa Collier, 21 and a half points lower. And Cheyenne Parker, 22 and a half points and rebounds higher. Happy birthday, Cheyenne. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: Not really. Looking forward to the games tonight. I know we'll be back later for an NFL podcast if you want to check us out there.
0: Yes, we will. 3 p.m. on the East Coast. Check us out for the NFL Gambling Podcast as we break down the AFC West ahead of the season. Other than that, if you, I got 14 people. Some people were leaving. I saw y'all leaving. I saw y'all leaving. Y'all know what the deal is. Like the video on the way out. Appreciate it for those listening on audio And just drop us a review. Rating, five-star rating, positive or negative review. Doesn't matter. But leave that five-star rating in there. That, I appreciate that. I, that could help me out for sure. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.